Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Sunday, my friends, and welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, we begin, obviously, in England, as today is the biggest day in recent history. Well, probably ever, apart from 1966, when I didn't say what happened. Anyway, they face Italy in the final of the Euros. It's a lovely moment for all of us. I'm not going to deny I didn't enjoy it at the end on the pitch with the fans, but um, in my head, we've got one more to go. One game against Italy to, to win a European Championship, that's what you dream about, that's what it's all about. It means the world and we need to, you know, we need to go and do ourselves proud, but our country proud as well. These days don't come round very often, once in 50 years, quite incredible. Harry Kane again! What a start of the second half! It's going to be England's night, it has to be England's night. England at home, you have to go to win, it is just about one match, of course a big match. Keep everything crossed, keep those dreams alive, keep believing. I know that these England nights are nights that bring everybody together, communities, families. It's going to be a fantastic game to be a part of. Come on, England! Come on, England! Come on, England! Yes, you're going to hear live commentary of the Euro 2020 final between England and Italy on Talk Sport. All the build-up begins at 6pm and, of course, kick-off at 8pm. And then whenever it finishes... Me and the fun boy will be taking your calls on the back of it. Now, manager Gareth Southgate could be the first England manager to win something since Sir Alf Ramsey in 1966. He has been speaking to TalkSport ahead of tonight's game at Wembley. to listen to it for 15 years because it was uh, too painful for me so yeah you have to know the English to understand our humour and um, our humour is probably quite unique but um, it's certainly not arrogant the lyrics are taking, making fun of ourselves really and the things that have gone wrong so it has 
always appeared now at the tournaments. We've got a couple of replacements that have seemed to have come in now in terms of songs as well, which is nice to keep moving things forward. When we started three, four years ago, we had people throwing paper aeroplanes. They, they weren't they weren't behind the team. There was an apathy towards the team. Now the energy in the stadium is, is fantastic and um, that's so important for the players. You know, they, they need to feel that. They need that warmth, that support and um, it has definitely helped inspire us during this tournament. You better believe it! England are in a major final for the first time since 1966! It's not necessarily about better. The challenge of every game is slightly different. In finals, actually, the, the key is to hit your normal level. Lots of teams in finals end up underperforming and you, you, you don't have to find a level beyond where you've ever gone before. We know that, in actual fact, when we play abroad and fans boo our anthem, it probably inspires us even more. So. I don't think it will help the team. I think we can intimidate the team with the booing during the game, but um, it's um, you know different for the anthem. I think uh, we, we should be respectful. It's 1-1. It's fractious. It's fraught. It's tense. We've talked to the players for years about the importance of discipline on the field, staying calm if we concede. Damsgaard takes three, four steps back. The right footy shot comes in, oh, it's scratched it! Absolutely smashed in by Damsgaard, and England are behind with half an hour gone. We knew we wouldn't go the whole tournament without conceding, and in the semi-final, we responded really well to that moment. Uh, I, I think that's key. The, the players know, yes, the atmosphere around you can be intense, but um, you, you've got to keep your focus on, on the parts that you can control, and... Um, not be distracted by things, not be, not lose heart when, when things are going against you. They're the moments you have to dig in and we've got a lot of leaders who are growing in the group. Harry Maguire this time attacking it. Lovely in-swinging delivery. Maguire with a bullet header. It's a throw back to the last World Cup. It's been opportunities to make history every time we've played, it seems. So we've done that, the players have done that and... Um, yeah, we're looking forward to the challenge. It's a brilliant game to be involved in. It's a brilliant game to prepare for because we're playing a high-level opponent and they're tactically very good. They've had a tremendous run, so that's another great challenge for us. Now, of course, Harold Kane can become the first England captain to win a major tournament since Bobby Moore way back in 1966. Shortly, we'll hear from Harry himself and the former England striker Darren Ben. But first, here's the 1966 World Cup winner, Sir Jeff Hurst, who obviously scored two and a half goals in that final. He's been speaking to TalkSport ahead of the game. Right, the challenge slips it in. It's Harry Kane. It is the perfect start for England. Well, Harry Kane showing what we had in our time. Bobby Moore, great leader. He's a great leader on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, whenever your name is mentioned in the same company as players like that, yeah, it only gives you motivation, gives you confidence. Of course, it'll be an incredible achievement. We've all we've all waited so long as as players, as as public, as as people to, to see us in a final. Um, 
So, I mean, these are the opportunities you have to grab with both hands. And towards the left-hand side, chipped in by Shaw. There is goal number three, Harry Kane again. One thing you know about Harry Kane is that he's one of them rare centre-forwards that it doesn't really matter if he's not playing the best. You give him half a chance, he'll take it. You better believe it. England are in a major final for the first time since 1966. It's fantastic. There's no other word for it to get to this final against some of the, the, the fantastic teams. And what Gal Southgate has done, he's actually shown how resilient he is and, and compared with Alf Ramsey when he didn't listen to much to the press. Stones out of the uh, England right-hand side. Good running off the ball here from Kane. He's inside the area. Schmeichel with another save. Seconds clear by the Danish back line. Harry Kane didn't bother me in the early rounds. He, he wasn't getting many chances. We probably weren't creating as many chances in that, that very difficult that very difficult period. Just to qualify is always a way of just getting through. And it didn't concern me, any of the sort of criticism or leaning on heavily of whether we should or shouldn't be scoring. So I wasn't remotely concerned about Harry or his, his attitude or whether he, w- he wouldn't put the ball in the net. Didn't worry me in the slide. I've been there. People are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Their lives will change. When you're successful in your sport, it puts elevate you as individual and a team amongst amongst the greats because of the fact you've done something nobody else has done in any walk of life. And they'll, they'll understand and, and realise how big it is when you, you win, a, win a major trophy in your own country. When you look at the squad, a lot of us have played Champions League finals, a lot of us have had Premier League runs, uh, cup finals. So, yeah, whenever you keep playing on the bigger stage, it definitely just becomes a bit more, a bit more normal. So uh, I said before, kind of the knockout games, that I feel like as a group we've grown since 2018 as well, since that World Cup run. That is that. The dream, I'm afraid, is over. It's happened again. England are out of the World Cup. We have some really fantastic, a great number of fantastic young players. And that was, that was definitely, I was saying that before we came into this competition. And you don't, you need more than 11 players to win a tournament today. You need some very good players on the bench. It's Kane against Schmeichel to give England the lead for the first time in the semi-final. He's missed it. He put the rebound in the, it is 2-1 to England. I guess it will come down to, like I said, the, the moments and, being ruthless when we can, uh, being focused, being secure. Um, and as you've seen, so many big games uh, across our sport have come down to, to the smallest of margins. So you just have to be ready for anything. Now Insignia darting forward at pace. Sinfield from the left-hand side. It's a great run from Lorenzo Insignia. That is absolutely sensational. Lorenzo Insignia with one of the great European Championship goals. Everyone's at an elite level. Everyone's at the highest level, uh, which is the reason where we're in a final. So I don't want to compare too much with, with their team. I have full belief in our players and, and our system. And yeah, hopefully tomorrow night's just a, another occasion where we come out on top. Now, Jose Mourinho has been part of the TalkSport coverage throughout the Euros and the new Roma boss has been looking ahead to tonight's game. I believe that both are going to have a very similar profile, which is the profile that they had during the competition. For some reason, they are both there. They didn't make many mistakes. Uh, they were uh, both teams very solid, very compact, very pragmatic. 
they could cope with uh, the difficulties of um, both matches. They don't have a team of 11. They have two very good squads. Probably because of that, they arrive in this moment in a better situation than we could see, for example, uh, Denmark in, in physical trouble when they had to go to, to extra time. I don't really see in this game Italy and England lose their um, DNA as a team. A DNA that belongs to Italy for many, many years. In a final, there is enough pressure to try to wet pressure. I'm speaking about game plans, tactical ideas. The finals, in my opinion, are not the moment to bring, to add pressure to a already pressure situations. When you reach a final, you don't play the final. When you play a final, you don't enjoy the final. When you play a final, you go to kill. I wouldn't be surprised that we are going to have a very, very tactical game and not as emotional as um, we, when I say we, I say the outside world, the fans are expecting because for all of us, especially the ones connected with, with the countries, is very, very emotional. But I believe that both teams, they are going to have a very pragmatic profile. England in a final with a chance to be crowned European champions against Italy on Sunday night. Away from the Euros and the footballing world have been paying tribute to the former England striker Paul Mariner, who sadly passed away at the age of just 68. Here's Alan Brazil, Tony Cascarino and Perry Groves, who have all been paying tribute to him on TalkSport. I mean, obviously, my debut at United was was I think Clive Wood scored that that day, so that was very important to get off to get the points. But at home, you know, you you've been signed for a few bob, and you you, you want to get your first goal. Mariner on his own. Oh, what a goal! He was the perfect centre forward for me. Um, you know, brilliant in there, hold up, fantastic, um, great balance, quick but strong as well. He was the perfect centre forward. Brazil is onto that one. It's a process, you, you know. You, you never think you're going to get called up. You get called up. You know, you you you're scoring goals. You get you, you get picked for the for the starting eleven. And Hoddle squeezing it for Mariner, and England score again. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, I got 35 caps more than I thought I would ever get. So I'm I'm very very proud to play for England. I was in the Churchman stand. They were playing against my team in 1978 and beat Arsenal 1-0. Paul Mariner was man of the match in <laughs> in that game, and. It's not until you look back, and I was very sure I didn't know till this morning, you know, and you just think, that's part of my, my childhood, you mm. know, my, like a, a footballing demigod. I worked with him after his career, um, doing, doing media, and he, he became a great friend. Fantastic personality. He had a very much an, an all-round game because he led the line and he was very strong in the air. He was quite versatile in the type of striker he was. Then you look back and you think, wow, he was some player. In the old days, it was 4-4-2. Two up front, he was the centre forward just to hold it up, back in, brilliant feet, great touch, excellent uh, in the air. He was always the Toshak to Keegan. Now I'm going back oh, a long yeah. way, but the, you know the big guy that, and you'd have the smaller number nine, number number ten running round and being a, a, a partner for the 
for the, the the other striker. So is it, he was a, he was a, a more rounding player player than just a big centre forward. Yeah, I'm sure that a lot of people at all the clubs he supported out will be very uh, played out will be very sad. So that's it for another podcasty thingy. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app, wherever you get your podcasts from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Euro Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, looking back at England winning the whole thing, the whole competition, being crowned world champions of Europe. I will be back tonight after the final whistle on a very special Andy Goldstein Sports Bar alongside the fun boy, taking your calls on that 2-0 England win. Yeah, 2-0, 90 minutes, you heard it here first. But I will leave the final word to England legend Stuart Pearce with a special message on the biggest day in the country's recent history. Because it's coming home. Oh, yes, it is. Tonight, my friends, it's coming home. What does England mean to me? I was born in Shepherd's Bush, London, the capital. I worked as an electrician whilst playing non-league football for Wildstone. Eventually, I signed for Coventry City, then Nottingham Forest. The best was yet to come. On the 19th of May, 1987, I was called up to play for my country. It was the greatest honour of my life. A really strong challenge there between Yosimar and Pierce. The New England cap, Stuart Pierce. I'll never forget the feeling each time I was able to pull on my national shirt. To be one of the best 11 players in your nation felt incredibly special. Singing the national anthem with 100,000 Patriots singing alongside you at Wembley. It makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up even now. Nothing comes close. So what does England mean to me? It's Cornwall. It's the Lake District. The New Forest. Stonehenge. Buckingham Palace. It's a Cornish pasty, fish and chips, clotted cream and scones, pie and mash. It's the Who, the Stranglers, Oasis, the Sex Pistols. It's the Bridges of Brunel, the Sonnets of Shakespeare, Her Majesty, the Queen. It's a Bristolian, a Brummie, a Scouser, a Geordie, a Cockney and a good old-fashioned cup of tea. More than anything, it's home. This country, this England, my England. And if anyone knows that as well as I do, it's Gareth Southgate and these players. A famous night, a perfect night. One of those that you will just never forget. So do us proud, lads. Think about what your country means to you. England, keep dreaming, keep believing. Do it for yourselves. Do it for us. I have not heard Wembley like this. Do it for England. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.